Well, good morning or good afternoon or good evening or uh, whichever it is. Um, get ready for this. We don't need no intro music. If you're listening to this now, you're about to get clued into the fact that you're listening to What You Been Up To. What You Been Up To. Yeah, that's right. Theme song evolves. Uh, I'm going to try to name this episode 1.1 of the podcast. I was hoping to be recording episode 2 today, but the bottom line is my friend and soon-to-be guest, Skylar Caleb, is a bit under the weather. So I'm not going to force him to be on a podcast, an audio presentation when his voice isn't 100% up to snuff. I'm not going to force him to do that. I thought about forcing him to do it. Thought about it long and hard, Skylar. But uh no, I wouldn't I wouldn't really I wouldn't really do that. Um so my guess is he's listening to this. I mean, he's not listening to me record it right in this moment. But he'll listen to it eventually, and then, and then, he'll probably chuckle right about now when I remind him that hey, you fine. Anyway, so we're not playing the game yet because I'm alone in my apartment recording episode one point one, watching the hit documentary, "The Kid Stays at the Picture," about the story of. Paramount mega producer, kid notorious Robert Evans. That wasn't the greatest Robert Evans impersonation I could have ever done, but I also wasn't planning to do one at all until this exact moment when I did it, what you just heard. Uh, so keep your opinions to yourself or keep them to Twitter. Twitter's a good place to put your opinions according to the last 12 years. Follow me on Twitter at Big Steve Moulton. You can see how to spell that in the description of this very show. Follow me on Instagram at Big Steve Moulton. And feel free to ask, what you been up to? Because that's what you're listening to right now. We're two minutes and 49 seconds into the podcast. We're going to have special guests in the studio. Blink 182. No, we're not. We're not talking to Blink 182. Funny thing happened the other day, and this might come up on a an upcoming episode of What You've Been Up To, because the guests can ask me what I've been up to just as much as I can ask them. But I was at uh, Universal Studios Hollywood Horror Nights just a couple nights ago. I got to go in early. I got to go into the employee preview night because I have friends who are employees. So there we were, waiting in line. To go into the poltergeist maze, which was pretty cool. Um, And there was, I'll call them a, I'll call them a cadre of young men in the line near us. I can't say right next to us because you know how the lines at the theme parks, they wind you around and around and around and around. And sometimes you might be standing next to a person with a little divider bar in between you. And that person might be 100 people behind you in the line. 
And yet, because of the way the lines wrap around and around, at that moment, they're right next to you. So here was this small cadre of young men, and they were all very uh, listlessly singing along with not a recording, but just with themselves singing a cappella, but without making any fancy uh, musical instrument sounds. And they were literally just slowly, listlessly marching through the line, singing all the small things, true care, true things, and uh, I know I probably got some of the lyrics wrong there. I cannot think of a single reason why a handful of young men would feel the need to be standing in line to go into a haunted maze and start singing that song, or any song, but certainly that song. Have you ever been standing in a huge crowd of people where there is no music playing and felt the need to start singing all the small things by Blink-182? Is that what you've been up to? It's not what I've been up to. Now, sure, maybe some sort of song that has some sort of a more communal kind of we're all sharing this moment sort of vibe to it. Maybe, you know, maybe that would happen. My fondest memory of such a thing happening was in 2003, right before I moved to Los Angeles. My brother had taken... Uh, a large group of us to see Radiohead in Washington, D.C. Now, of course, when you're at a concert, everybody's going to sing along. And hey, we were singing along. But there we were, Radiohead, Washington, D.C., the capital of the United States of America. George W. Bush was still president. Very recently, George W. Bush had posed for the famous Mission Accomplished photo, which a lot of us remember. He was on a grand ship. I don't remember if it was an aircraft carrier or a battleship, a destroyer. I'm not sure which kind of ship it was. I won't claim to know. And he was posing in front of the Mission Accomplished banner. And I remember very uh, early in the concert, Radiohead played Karma Police. And we were in Washington, D.C., and we reached the point in the song where the lyrics shifted into, This is what you get when you mess with us. And it seemed in that moment like we, like we, it felt like we did probably 10 to 15 refrains of this is what you get it felt like we just kept saying this is what you get bing bong boom bong 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 bing bong boom this is what you get over and over and over again and i felt the crowd certainly not erupting into a frenzy but definitely beginning to boil over there there was a moment well it was a moment the entire thing was a moment but there was a vibe in that moment 
of maybe jingoism, uh, maybe maybe terror. Hard to say. Hard to say for sure. But I remember thinking anybody might turn to their neighbor and either French kiss them regardless of gender or regardless of familiarity uh, on a personal level, or they might figure out how to yank their head clean off. It was such a strange feeling. This is what you get when you mess with us. Mission accomplished, 2003. It felt crazy. But at least it was happening at a concert where that song was being played by the band that plays it. We weren't a cadre of young men standing in line for a haunted attraction with no music playing and singing along to all the small things by Blink-182. Is that the one where where they refer to their significant other by the pet name My Little Windmill? Is that something that happens in that song? My Little Windmill? That's a, that's a reach. You're You're really reaching for a line there. You guys, Blink-182, they don't have to listen to me. They've been mall punk superstars for nigh on 20 20 years now. 20-nini, 20-nini. it up to? Hey, it's me, guys. It's me, Steve Moulton. Checking in with episode 1.1 of what I've been up to. Went to see The Predator last night. The Predator, written by Shane Black writer of one of my favorite movies, The Monster Squad. This is definitely a uh, a different kind of uh, Predator movie. I mean, that 1987 one, that movie has, is as watchable as it ever was. Total blast. I know I watched it on a decent-sized screen within the last year, probably, and it's it's incredible. This new movie was fun as heck. Um... It was a bit more kid-friendly in that there's a kid along for the adventure the whole way throughout. Uh, but, you know, they also stuck with some, some real 80s action movie kind of dirtiness, you, you know. And um, so that was uh, interesting. And it's fun. Is it the best of the Predator movies? Uh, probably not. But it's an alright ride, you know? It's an alright ride. It's a fun way to spend 10 p.m. on a Friday night when your brain has been completely fried by your day job. And you had to abandon a project and come back to it this morning uh, because your brain is just is just burned out from processing too much information. That's what happened to me yesterday. So then late at night, I thought to myself, you know, I need I need to dig into some true escapism. I'm going to strike out on my own and go see The Predator at 10.15 p.m. Very few people in the theater. Of course, the most talkative people in the theater managed to, to sit right near me. I mean, we're talking five seats away. I don't know what it is about me. I don't know who walks into a movie theater... And goes, oh, that man looks huge. I will sit near him and talk the whole entire time. But let me tell you, folks. Uh, if I had pepper spray, I might have used it. These people, 
never once shut up. Now, it's The Predator. You know, it's a movie that, you know, you you don't need to pay super specific attention to it, I guess you could say. The movie takes care of itself. The movie keeps you along for the ride. It's not like we were sitting there trying to watch Zodiac which I love, but Zodiac is very much uh, an exercise in in controlling one's ADD. Uh, that reminds me, I've got this uh, new 42-inch screen TV now. I need to watch Zodiac on this, baby. Hey, you guys, it's been 12 minutes and 47 seconds into the podcast. I'm not... I shouldn't say I'm not. I might not do that voice every time I do a time check. Um, but it's fun. It's always fun to slip back into DJ voice. Hey, uh, it's me. I kind of sound like Tom Likas, I guess, don't I? Or just your favorite strip club DJ. I'm not going to make any strip club DJ jokes because plenty of guys do that. And even though I have lots of experience with those guys, uh, I'm not going to bother calling a girl to the stage right now or announcing that uh, that we're going to take a three-song break while you guys get your lap dances. I'm not going to do any of that. I'm j- I wonder what that sounds like in the microphone. What if, what if my voice reached... So, well, I guess it must sound good in a microphone because so many radio and strip club DJs feel the need to adapt that weird, forced, nasally quality when they when they get on their mic and talk into the ears of either their radio listeners or uh, strip club patrons guys it's 14 minutes and three see i already broke it i already broke the trend there we go we're shaking things up i wonder if my neighbors can hear me recording from outside i hear them shuffling around out there out there in the sunshine all right this has been episode 1.1 of What You've Been Up To with me, Steve Moulton. I recorded it alone, so nobody was here to play the game. I can't play the game against myself. That's just silly. But coming soon will be episode 2 with my good buddy, Skylar Caleb of Awaken the Shadow Man, Waking... And so much more. I don't have his resume right in front of me, but I love the guy, and he's been in a lot of lot of fun stuff. And, uh, hey, maybe you're sitting home watching Netflix, or about to watch Netflix. Maybe you're working your way through The Office again, which I highly recommend. Watch The Office as much as you want, you guys. But you can even spot my good buddy Skylar Caleb in an episode of The Office. How much fun is that? I booked a co-starring role on a show recently, and I'm not allowed to talk about it yet. And best believe, throw the keys to Little C's, when I'm allowed to talk about it, you will be getting notified. I'm very excited. I cannot wait. This is what you've been up to. Follow at Big Steve Moulton on Instagram and Twitter. And thanks for listening. I don't have a closing theme song yet. I barely have an opening theme song. I just try to remember the words and then I sing it for you each time. If you want to hear it again, go back to the beginning of the podcast and listen again. We're coming up on 16 minutes in 3, 2, 1.